I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Welcome to my vagina. This is Josie Karen. And this is Rebecca Frank. And here we are again having our current historical, hysterical, and infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably research. Uh, just kidding. Fools. It's definitely research. Hello. Um, <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> so I feel like I have done a huge disservice to one of my really, two of my really closest friends. Um, if anybody loves that jingle that is in the beginning of our podcast and in the beginning of all of the videos on our web series. Uh, Wait, that- do, should we remind them what the jingle is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Welcome, Welcome to, to my, my vagina. <laughs> if you've forgotten. And obviously you've already heard it, but we sing it better. No, it's not. Actually, that's no. not true. We don't sing it better because it better. one of my closest friends did it, Elise Blackman. Yep. And her voice is amazing uh, and hilarious because she just told me recently that she was singing that as loud as she could in her living room and her walls are really thin. Oh so God. just think about her doing that. I am. Um, <laughs> and her husband, I married them, um, <laughs> was the person who did the video and who pieced the whole, uh, all of the audio together. Um, and that is Willie. And if you want to pay him for really cool jingles or cool graphics or all that fun artsy jazz i don't know mm-hmm. yeah all that <laughs> he does shit. a lot of stuff but yeah he's multi-talented um, yeah please go to at woolly w-o-o-l-l-y willy w-i-l-l-i-e at instagram willy 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 on instagram yeah willy willy at instagram and you can also go to woolly studio at etsy Again, Wooly with two L's. But we'll put it in the episode notes so you can find him so he can make you really cool jingles and really fun art. Yeah. And you can buy his stuff. And if any of you want to send us your best impression of Willie's awesome, Willie and Elise's awesome jingle for us. Oh my God, please. Please send it to us because Ugh. we will play it on the show. We will put it on our Instagram. Absolutely. It will bring us so much joy. I so would please love that. send that to us. Please. Can make just a little voice little like voice messages and just email it to us Hell welcome yeah. to my vagina gmail.com yeah we're waiting just put it on just do it do it also this month um more banana the podcast network that we work under that makes podcasts created by women that are wacky edgy and unfiltered is doing a crowdfunding campaign yeah it's pretty awesome so we can continue to put out the content that you love and hopefully more content like us for example we would like to be able to record more and put out more podcasts. But yeah. we can't because we need that money. Yeah. Also, uh, More Banana is trying to bring on new shows and better production value. Not that our production value isn't fucking amazing. It's true. But there's always more up to go. Yeah. You know, there's always more up. The crowdfunding is running through Labor Day. Um, so if you want to donate, go to morebanana.com. 
backslash crowdfund where we have uh, specialty shirts, stickers, and opportunities to get a shout, shout out on our shows. Like you could donate some money and get a shout out on Welcome to My Vagina. True. We would be like, hey, Bill, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> our vagina. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Bill. Just have a seat. Yeah. Hang out. <laughs> yeah. Over here on the wall is uh, my clitoris. Um, and <laughs> over here on the sofa is an ovary. Don't mind her. She gets overactive sometimes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what you could have in store for yourselves. Um, yeah, it's a dream. Yeah. We hope you enjoy this show. And please go to morebanana.com slash crowdfund and give our whole network some money so we can bring you more stuff. And if not, um, if you could share it with other people who you think would, uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, this we're party also down to just get more attention. Yeah, this party can't get too crowded. It's true. Hey, do you know about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. So we're doing this crowdfunding thing and we thought that we would bring you this awesome interview between two of the podcasts that are on the network, ours, <laughs> and Let's Get Civical um, with Arden and Lizzie. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We're with <laughs> Lizzie Stewart and Arden. Oh my God, I forgot your last name. Wolantowski. Wolantowski. It's long and Polish. Wolantowski. Yeah. <laughs> Wolantowski. I know. I want to be Lizzie Wolantowski and just like, you know. Make that union. Make that Do it. Because it's great. Lizzie and Arden Wallentowski. <laughs> it's better. It's if better. If you do a podcast, you're technically kind of married, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I do feel. We do call it our baby. Common yeah. law. We are yeah. parents. Yeah. Tell us about Let's Get Civical. Let's Get Civical. Let's Get Civical. Um, Let's Get Civical is a pod. It's a comedy podcast about civics and government structure and civic education and politics Um, where we basically take a topic um, each week and break it down. Uh, give you some context about the history. So like take gerrymandering. We talk about what it is, how it works in the world and what it means for our like government structure and, and where it came from and, and came how from. it got its name. And, you know, just so we can like all these things that are happening in our country right now that make us angry, we can be like, oh, this is actually why it's happening or right. how it's happening because a lot of times things are happening and I'm like that possibly cannot be legal um, <laughs> and it nine times out of ten depending on uh you know Trump is legal yeah, um so yeah it's just kind of like our response to the call um of the the election you know on a scale of one to ten how likable is your podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much for asking. That's really like our biggest concern right now. I say we're probably like a one, like we're not, I don't, I don't perceive myself as being very likable, which is why I'm not running for president. That's very much the only reason. Otherwise I'm in this state, very uh, qualified. Um, yeah. Are do you feel that we're likable? Arden? <laughs> I feel like we're likable. I'd give us like an 11 out of 10. Oh, oh my God. It's like we rate dogs. Well, you have to understand like who will be like who's rating us is like like who the audience is. You right. know who rates women as likable or unlikable. That's I feel true. like are, to that we, audience. We are vagina holders. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have them. That's you true. Know, that maybe alone. that bumps us down to like a six, seven. Like yeah. a negative I, six, seven. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, among yeah. like minded people. No, no. We're so fun. Right. But uh, but amongst our um, straight white male angry colleagues, they won't. <laughs> you like know, us I mean, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she talking? It hurts my ears. Yeah, how does she? Does she? How did she learn how to read? <laughs> you know, how that's what's wrong with this country: women and books. <laughs> Listen, I had a cousin who told me that I shouldn't be able to vote in the last election because I didn't own property. Like a literal thing that was said to Wait. me. And I was like, there's, there's, I need, I need, I need. Did you say like, I would like to see your sources? <laughs> no. Well, this happened, of course, in a Facebook conversation. And so all of my friends, I didn't have to say shit. All of my friends were like, that's fucking stupid. And why mm. you apostrophe R-E is you are, bitch. Like they, they <laughs> went in. Oh, yeah. No, if you're going to like rule of thumb, if you're going to, you know, go in on somebody's intelligence and you use the incorrect your. Yeah. No, you have to spell check. Leave, automatically. You have like, to leave the country. Now you yeah. can't yeah. vote. Now yeah. you can't. But honestly, like if there's going to be any test for <laughs> voting, 
It's going to be what mm-hmm. your is the right your in this <laughs> sentence. That should be the only test. That and there. If you yeah. can pass at least one of those, you can vote. You can vote. And that's it. That's the only test. Nothing yeah. makes me more nauseous than when I've accidentally done that. Like when of I've course. like texted so quickly, I feel like I'm about to like... I immediately I respond and I'm like, correct. I'm sorry, I'm going to yeah. drown myself. I immediately <laughs> have to like anxiety poop because I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I didn't yeah. notice it for like four text messages, but I meant T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> have you ever done it in like a like a, a romantic yes. person where you're like still in the like hot texting phase and you're just like, you know, I want to, you know, put your, your penis, Y-O-U-R-E, <laughs> in my vagina and it's like, well, that's done. <laughs> um, we're both dry as a bone now. <laughs> The drawbridge comes down on that vagina right. real Cha-ching. quick. It's oh, not coming yeah. down. Um, anyway, yeah. I cut you guys off earlier. I wanted to hear more about Let's Get Civil. I like what was the impetus for it? Because I really like everyone wants to be involved, but it's yeah. really hard to just like break it down for everyday yep. people. I think I'm a pretty intelligent person and I'm still like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Gerrymandering specifically is really confusing. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> um, I mean, for that reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, Arden has a degree in poli size, so like she very much is probably more informed than I ever will be. But I was like you where it's like I'm college educated. You know, I, I try to stay informed. And yet it's like every day something pops up and I'm like, I don't understand how this happens or I don't understand why this is happening or mm-hmm. like, why am I angry? And so, you know, that's <laughs> a lot of it. Um, you know, and so when Arden had this idea for this podcast about being like, let's just like try to make it as accessible as possible because the government exists to be confusing. Like mm. it like it thrives off of us not understanding what's going on. That's how people retain power and how people continue to make these kind of insane decisions on all of our behalves mm. and us and us not being able to do anything about it because we don't understand how it works or what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, that was like a huge driving force of why we're like attempting to like break it down and understand it better. So that way we can be more informed when we go to vote, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like we're all voters, you know, if we're yeah. registered. So we should be able to understand these things that are like impacting our day to day lives. Yeah. You know? yeah. The government's supposed to work for us. The government. Yeah. We like. It starts off, we the people, <laughs> and we are the Didn't people. Not we the politicians or we the government, it's we the people. Right. Um, it's our government, and yet I feel like I have no say or ownership in what's going on right now. Yeah. To me, there was always a step skipped um, when like, you watch the news or you listen to other podcasts. Like They assume that everybody has a baseline knowledge mm-hmm. of how things work, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, like people, somebody the other day was like, I really don't even understand what civics means. Like, what is like, what is the definition of that? And I was like, right. Like at that that fundamental level, like people just need information so that you can understand yeah. what that headline in the Times means, what Chris Hayes is saying yeah. or, you know. Or how to identify when news that is being put out there is not correct right. or what's mm-hmm. happening. Like I had a friend back in Texas who we don't really talk. We grew up together. Um, she posted something. She's a conservative. Right. And she posted something that was like abortion is illegal and people should just like deal with that. Uh, and I was like, that's incorrect. I was like, that's no. not that's not correct. And then somebody posted on it and was like, no, like abortion's legal up to 16 weeks, whatever, whatever. And she was like, no, um, I forget which I think it was West Virginia and maybe Alabama or something passed an abortion ban. Like it's illegal in those states. That would be like a headline news. Totally. Because it would be. Go, right. It would have been struck down because that's actually right well I went and I and I like I literally just googled it to try to figure out what she was talking about and what I realized is that these states had passed trigger bans Mm. which is if Roe v. Wade is struck Mm -hmm. down then they are it is illegal in that state you know and New York did the exact opposite just recently where it's like if Roe v. Wade gets struck down abortion is still legal in New York state god um so like this is something I don't do very often which is I like wrote back on Facebook and I was like hey just like just want to pop on by and say this is actually what is uh you saw 
it's this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you're looking for abortion to be illegal federally, I would just keep an eye on the Supreme Court. That's mm. where you're going to see something like that. OK, right. Goodbye. Bye. Check out. But like, but yeah. that was an example of, you know, and I understand it. Like, that's confusing that states can pass things called trigger bans that are yeah. literally mean nothing yeah. unless right. something else happens. Right. right. Um, but how people perceive that. It, with because they don't have you know sort of the baseline information right. available to them, that's that's why you know it's like right. Or I'm, I'm educating somebody on like what to look for so that abortion becomes illegal. You know, it's like <laughs> right. I know that's what you want, and like you know, live your life. But like, <laughs> like you have to look over here. Not accurate. It can't right. be. You know, you can't ban it by state. And here's why. <laughs> or just yeah. saying yeah. it out loud. Right. Yeah. Like Tinkerbell. If I say abortion is illegal. Yeah, I do believe <laughs> right. in fairies. I do. I do. I do believe right. in abortion. <laughs> I do. I do. There's also states that like it's become de facto banned because mm-hmm. yeah. Of the stru- right. the like the laws that they pass they the passed about Planned Parenthoods and the facilities yeah. and then also like my home state of Ohio, um, passed the heartbeat bill. If there's a heartbeat, yeah. you can't have an abortion. Which, if people yeah. don't know who are listening, um, most women don't know that they are pregnant. Um, and by the time that there is a heartbeat, yes, like, which yeah. is like the whole point of the, it's very the normal bill. for women to wait two or three months to actually like take a pregnancy test because right. guess what? Periods are not regular for everybody. Yeah. Right. You don't get them once a month. Yeah. You right. know, sometimes it does skip a couple of months and it's like, oh, that's happened before. Yeah. Surely I'm not pregnant. Right. Um, and birth control does. I mean, it's pretty effective, but doesn't always work. Cover, right. Yeah. 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 Also, a- I want to give a super quick, you know, loathsome shout out to the. Uh, the pro or anti-choice people who are so good at packaging mm-hmm. what they're looking for mm-hmm. that like a heartbeat bill. The second you hear a heartbeat, so many people will be like, oh my God, a heartbeat, my right. heartbeats, my, you know, all of this stuff. And and then there's this, then then there's, it, it like pulls on those strings, you know, right. or like a personhood amendment, right? right? Mm-hmm. So like, so now it's the, per- it's, and the personhood of the woman is never considered. Right. No. But we assign personhood to this bu- like bunch of cells and then that makes people feel a certain way. Like right. their marketing or whatever is like really yeah. good. Yeah, well, emotional. Really obnoxious. Yeah, their branding and linguistic <laughs> usage is like yeah. partial birth uh, abortions. Off the yeah. 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 yeah, partial birth. Yeah, I can't get yeah. it. That's but even, so like, upsetting. But you're also dealing with, you know, like being... Um, pro-life is traditionally a very conservative um not to say that all conservative conservatives are pro-life and that there are no democrats who are pro-life but to say that it is a conservative platform mm-hmm. you know uh talking point you know being anti-abortion um that is true and and the reason a huge reason is because conservative platforms are very very um supported by religious groups Mm-hmm. Um and you know and and evangelists very <laughs> big Christian groups yeah. and and that also plays into it where it's like you know all life is precious God created this life inside this woman and we are not to kill ju- God's children even if they are in cellular form right so like well, that's what you were saying about the heartbeat bill and I always come back to this uh, story of this woman in. I could get this wrong, but I believe it's Ohio because they restate like uh, two years ago, I think, tried to pass the 20 week uh, heartbeat bill. Yeah. And this woman was they found that the baby was all of its organs were growing on its outside Mm -hmm. um, and the heart was beating. But they were like, if you have this baby, not only will it die, but it will be detrimental to you. So they but they made her go through this like whole hoopla. She couldn't get insurance to cover it because it was a voluntary abortion. Mm -hmm. And even her rabbi was like, listen, life starts at your first breath he was like don't even like have the abortion it's safe for you it's it's crazy to me yeah Yeah. and we are obsessed with this twitter the gynecologist of twitter dr jen gunther she's amazing she just did a tweet recently because she has performed late later term abortions and she's like i have never performed one that wasn't medically necessary yeah for the child and or the mother and so it's like this idea that i always come back to that that Women don't think through choices mm-hmm. right. that we're incapable of thinking through choices right. and that all that a lot of abortions aren't like there's a lot of them that people don't want to have. Right. They totally. have to for yeah. various reasons and yeah. that should be available. Yeah. It's like right. the idea that like um, abortions happen because uh, it threatens the life of the mother. Um, like that's not talked about mm-hmm. uh, like at all when we're having these 
like big debates about abortions. You know, it's just like the narrative is always, you know, <laughs> irresponsible women getting pregnant, which be sluts. the way. Uh, yeah, sluts, <laughs> uh, which it takes two to tango, my friend, you know, but it's but it is the woman's fault that she got pregnant. Like, let's, right. you know, don't quote, you know, <laughs> but so let's not argue about that. No. That's always the funny thing to me. I got into a conversation with a dude about this recently where I was like, how is that supposed to work that like men are supposed to like get laid all the time and they're supposed to have sex, right? Because that makes you a man. Yeah, totally. And then women should not do that because that makes you a slut. And it's like, cool. So who's having who? has sex then yeah, like who are these right. men, who are these men having sex with if everybody is a slut right i don't know just well they're having confused. sex with sluts <laughs> yeah yeah they just don't want to marry them and have them father or you know give birth to their children that's why right. i'm still yeah. single um exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah we're all sluts you know what can i say but <laughs> but yeah it's like you know the thing about being pro-choice means that you can decide to not have an abortion. Right, right. That's yeah, like that's, that's what's frustrating is that it's, it's like it's, like if you're if you're pro-choice, then that means that you like you endorse abor abortion, and it's like no, it just means that if you get pregnant, you can either keep yeah, the baby, right, right, or you cannot keep the baby. Mm -hmm, it, right. In no way, shape, or form means that you have to change your like you know like how you feel like from a religious standpoint or a moral standpoint, you can very much still be not about abortions and therefore you will not get one, you know? Right. Well, pro-choice works for both sides of this conversation exactly. too. Like Definitely you does. get to decide to keep your baby. Right. That's your choice. If you don't believe in abortion, great. That's yes. for you and your family, yes. not for our choices. That's I was in right after the election. I had a Facebook, a similar Facebook conversation with a girl who was like, I didn't vote for Hillary because I have a child and I want another one. And if I get pregnant while she's president, she gets to tell me that I have to abort my baby. What? And I was like, <laughs> can I see your sources? But, it's, but that's the thing. It's like, these are like genuine they, thoughts. Right, and it's like, they're they, not stupid people. I don't want to like, in, in but, like in any way imply that, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. I told, like I messaged her back and I was like, that's absolutely incorrect. Yeah. Like your Hillary cannot tell you to abort your baby like mm. that's not within her or any other president's power like you have the absolute right and there are it's like it's law like pro-choice is law and it actually is working in your favor right now i mean it was like the level of like just misinformation that yeah. she was getting i was like honey just come over to our side we'll help you like we will <laughs> give you some some information but that's I all just, fueled by the people that she's surrounded totally, by. And that's yeah. the scary totally. thing. Like, she was living, I'm pretty sure. And like, I mean, because we had like a further conversation and it sounded like her friends, family, whatever, were like fairly conservative. And mm -hmm. I was like, right, okay. Mm -hmm. I just keep thinking about that Pizzagate guy. So oh, yeah. the guy who came up from, I think, South Carolina to shoot up the, for oh, the people yeah. who don't know, there was that ridiculous idea that the Clintons were running a child sex trafficking ring out of the basement of a pizza parlor in DC that by the way doesn't have a basement but whatever well, anyway, that so is this neither was, here nor there right <laughs> right so this was going around a lot and like that you know, know for of. people who uh don't frequent the sites that were seriously covering this in a way like as if it was truth it seemed completely ridiculous and some dude got in his car with his gun and drove up to this pizza parlor and threatened to kill all of the people in this child sex trafficking ring, right? right? And I was like, that's insane. Like, what the fuck? And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, but that guy thought it was true. Yeah. His entire, the way that these algorithms work, people keep talking about like, you know, bots and the Russians and, you know, 2016 election, all this kind of stuff. We are all encapsulated in our own bubble of information that just reinforces what we think mm -hmm. already. And if your bubble is is never telling you an alternative possibility of a specific right. story, then that doesn't exist. And then maybe you believe 100% that you're going to Washington, D.C. to like ping pong pizza. I think that it was like a weird name. It was like, <laughs> it was some weird name. I'll put it in the notes. But to to like save, ball pizza. To, to save the pizza, to save the, save the pizza, to save, save the, the always to save, save the, pizza. the children. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, and and getting back to, you guys' earlier point, it's we lack critical thinking skills mm -hmm. as yeah. a country and the ability to look at something and say, you know what, maybe this is true, maybe not. Maybe let me check, find another source. Right. These numbers that they're showing me, 
who gave them this information, yeah. what questions were asked, because numbers can reflect whatever you want. Right. Well, it's not even like just like Americans writ large. Like, right. Who was the there was a congressperson who like stood on the floor of the House or the Senate and was like, here is a graph of abortion, mm. like abortions that are being had. And it had like no Y axis and no X axis. Yeah. And somebody finally <laughs> just was a like, line. Up. Uh, yeah, it was just like numbers with a line. And somebody, whoever was testifying was like, I am sorry, I can't speak to this because there's no like information like <laughs> no chart is not on a whiteboard because you bought a poster board from CVS from and just CVS. a sharpie and just drew and a just line drew, up yeah. or at least an intern did and they yeah. were like fuck that you know and then they just sort of like <laughs> haphazardly <laughs> was like look abortions that way <laughs> god yeah. that makes me so happy i know I but like, this these are our elected representatives yeah, right. i mean I'd you like know? for somebody to go up after them and yeah, just put an arrow and be like, oh, if you need an abortion that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Head out this door, hang a left. We had a somebody actually recently write on our page, uh, do they have to have abortions at nine months though? And it's yeah. like, well, n- the thing is, is if they're having it at nine months, something has gone terribly something, wrong. Right. Like the yeah. mother's like the mother is going to die. Yes. Right. Like that, yeah. like that's that's the only case. And like any other suggestion that like to contradict that is completely incorrect yeah you know like if the baby is at full term and they have to take it out also if they take it out at nine months it actually probably will live mm-hmm. because it's a fully formed baby that'll probably have to go into the icu but also if not if they're like this it's probably dead like the baby is a stillborn and to carry it to continue to carry it would mm-hmm. be like would kill the mother like that is the only time that happens it happens with doctors saying mm-hmm. yeah. hey you have to get rid of this baby yeah. or it will kill you. It's mm-hmm. not Sips a mother a being thing. like, you know what? Nine months in, I'm like, I'm not about Fuck this it. anymore. <laughs> Fuck mind. this kid. Fuck that it. never happens. And yeah. no doctor will morally do that. Also, right. it's illegal. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. like it has to be like a full, like, ev- like a full medical team telling right. the mother, you cannot have this child. Also, like, it wasn't like she was like, man, I can't afford that stroller. I really wanted. Yeah. I want this it's baby like, that's anyway. not getting like, Fuck it. I also want to get the numbers for that that I want to put in the episode notes because I remember I don't remember what what they are, but it's so minimal in like the third trimester. It like doesn't happen. I mean, but that's that's what people are like using the platform for. They're being like they want to they want to take these babies out at nine months. They want to just abort it because they don't want to take care of it. And it's like absolutely not. (laughs) That's not what's happening. So many times that an entire argument is made out of like a few outliers. You know, and we shouldn't be making policy based off a few outliers. We should be making policy based off of, you know, the majority of the population and what what the reality is. Yeah, it's all about critical things. But and it's also it's it's like anti-abortion comes a lot from fear mongering, Mm -hmm. you know, and well, they also really don't care about life. I mean, when it comes down to it, because if they actually did. Our like maternal mortality rate wouldn't be as high as it right. is. I mean, right. we're like really third high. world like country. We're yeah. bad. Yeah, we're really, really bad. bad, particularly in communities of color. And so, like, if they honestly cared about babies and life and health at all, mm-hmm. they would fund Planned Parenthood to the hilt. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's like ex- ex- fine. Exclude abortion funding. Like that comes. It's or like already illegal anyway. Fine. Birth control. Birth control. Birth like control, birth do control, all control. like fund all of that. Fundage. Like yeah. You know like reproductive education mm-hmm. put money towards that but they won't do it because they actually like don't give a shit about it right no yeah and yeah. that's the tell yeah, yeah. Let's, um, they, like talk let's talk about fucking sex education let's right. prevent it let's talk about sex education i swear yes. to god i'm gonna I, like to the day i die i'm gonna be talking about sex education that's so important <laughs> to me yeah. i you know i can't i feel like i want to have a kid just so i can talk to them about sex education yeah well it's yeah. it's exciting right <laughs> oh my god it, there is a little bit of an excitement to be like oh i can like I can make a human. I can actually yes. make a huge difference yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like like I'm molding a child. I'm molding a child into exactly what I want it to be. No. Oh my God, but but you know <laughs> <laughs> No, my goddaughter um is almost nine and she has a dog who's a year and a half and he only humps humans. Like he doesn't hump other dogs, but he will Same. hump the humans around <laughs> him. <laughs> And, See, I'm the opposite. Right. Just kidding. Fair. Like, that's fair. But she had a friend over the other day, and I heard this story from I forget, like it must have been her mom, but they the dog was humping her friend, and 
the friend was like, get off, get off, get off. Like, you know, like trying to shoo the dog away. And my goddaughter just goes, that's how you have sex. That's how you do sex. And I was, and like everybody in the house was like, what now? <laughs> that's how you do sex. Like that's where you, do sex? you don't get to watch friends anymore. Like yeah. you are banned from like your sister can no longer babysit you. Oh no. <laughs> that is where you're learning. I mean, it was just, it was so funny. Yeah. And I was like, nobody said a word. They were like, no, nobody said a word. And I was like, you missed an opportune moment. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. this girl, like what sex That's is. what it's like. All right, everybody sit down. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sit down right, right now. now. Everybody down. <laughs> we're having this. Put the dog in the yard. We're doing this right now. <laughs> Get the poster board out. We're going right. to draw some We're pictures. doing charts. So if you, the Lines. arrow up means that there's abortion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I am. I'm super excited because we talk about that all the time. Like our sex education was zero, which is yeah. it's incredible. Because like, where did you where did you grow up? Uh, New Jersey, New Jersey. Where did you grow up? Uh, Staten Island in South Jersey. I love that. <laughs> Arden grew up in Ohio, Ohio and yeah. I grew up in Texas. Oh, so it's like, you know, we're pretty we're we're a bit over the map here. And yeah. we can all say that our sex education, especially I would say as women. Yeah, was very subpar so it's not like it's not this thing where it's just a southern thing although i will say it's probably horse right um but even you know like like over the over three different states we're all like we missed some big lessons like that's Mm -hmm. an issue why Mm -hmm. because sex education is not like a federal thing it's left up to the states and it's always this sort of like you know like like it's always like a football coach who's also the health teacher. <laughs> yeah. It being is. Like, yeah. yeah. So this was- is a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. All right. Uh, over yonder is the penis. Uh, you can use a condom. <laughs> and uh, we luck. would just prefer that you don't do it at all. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, uh, turn in your assignment. You know, like dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah. Dodgeball. Yeah. yeah. Dodgeball. Any questions? This is kind of what it's like for women. Just stand there. I'm just going to yeah. throw a ball. Yeah. Throw a bunch of ball <laughs> yeah. It's great euphemism. No, yeah. I went to Catholic school too. So my. Oh, well, God we bless. Like, under his eye. I know. Right. <laughs> we had the family life health book that mm-hmm. had like four chapters about family living okay. and types of families. Fine. Fine. Sure. A little skewed, but fine. <laughs> and then like the chapter that had the diagrams and stuff and like my seventh grade teacher, which is like way too late to teach kids about their bodies. Oh, yeah. I had it in seventh grade seventh, too. I feel like that shit has to come earlier. Like yeah. seventh grade. Because girls are already starting to get periods. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I had boobs. Like my period yeah. came that year. Oh. I needed to be prepared. I was not. And like the teacher that I had was a former nun. I, there were so many things happening in that room. Oh my God. And then yeah. you're talking about like it, also with like sitting with 12 year old boys who were like, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, don't go the fuck and away. me, who was also in there, like, <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is why people still make that joke. Anything, I don't trust anything that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. No. That to me is emblematic of poor sex education. I've yeah. never heard that joke. You've never what? heard that? Oh, you oh haven't heard God. that joke? No, oh, yeah. Time. It's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I don't trust anything I, that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. Right. AKA women on their periods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I yeah. get it. I got there. Did you? <laughs> Did you get it? That. Do you want us to tell you again? I can if, draw a line. Time, so if the board. line up here, it's more abortions. Abortions, great. Did you say that you uh, were in a school that taught abstinence only? Mm-hmm. Can we can we talk about that? Sure. Let's talk about that. What yeah. is abstinence only? What like just go? Sure. Well, it was like <laughs> I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. It was. It was. Like we got the we got like this is a condom lesson, but like the the overarching thing was like the only way to not get pregnant 100 percent is abstinence only. Mm. And uh, and I remember it was my biology teacher who's a nice woman. Like I have nothing bad to say about her, but she like her platform was like, you know, like you should save yourself for the person you're going to marry. Mm. You know, because the, because only then will you know 100 percent that you are ready no. to have sex mm-hmm. because you're so ready to know. commit to somebody. And I just remember, I mean, at this point, I was not sexually active at this point, but I just remember being like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that, you know, like like it. You know, and I and this is nothing against people who decide to wait. No, you know, before getting married, like, absolutely. Your your choice. 
Um, <laughs> emphasis on the word choice. It's your choice. It's mm. all choices, and none of them make you bad or good. But um, but yeah, it was it was like it was always this like yes, this is like there are ways of you know birth control. Although we didn't, I don't even know if we learned about the pill or not. I can't remember. We definitely learned about condom. Which, which if you teach children about condoms, you must teach them about birth control pills. Yeah, or yeah. like female versions of birth control because to teach condoms means to teach that it is on it's it, within the man's control mm. and that's not sexual education right, women yeah. should know that they can they can also on their end you know like yeah. have reassurances I um, didn't learn that in high school, but yeah. my mom locked me in a speeding car on the highway and said, if you need it, I will get it for you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, like, you know, like, bless my parents' hearts. Like, when I asked to, you know, be on it, they were like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, which, thank you. But it wasn't part of the education, yeah. you know. But again, it was like they would say it and then be like, but again, the only way mm-hmm. to 100% avoid mm-hmm. STDs unwanted pregnancies all of these negative outcomes that we've been talking about is abstinence only until you are ready to get married and i'm like what if you don't want to get married right? it should be until you're ready to have sex yeah, yeah. which mean, could be tomorrow yeah I there's know. like two different things there too it's like the fact that the idea of sex for pleasure is completely absent from any sort of sex right. education is oh, sure. insane well it's um, only to have a child we know right that. that's the only reason but the other thing too is i'm sure that i know for a fact that i've had this experience and i know you have i was just gonna bring that up that having to <sighs> pester dudes to put condoms on yes even if you have already set a standard and you have sex with them once and you're like we're going to use a condom. And then every single time it is your responsibility. And it's like to take to take that to rely on that and to have to be in that position of like nagging somebody and. And sometimes just deciding like it's not worth it mm-hmm. and then regretting the fact that you didn't use a condom mm-hmm. the next day. But it's, of course, our fault. And I mean, it's it's also like I have as a full fledged woman have grown up still to this day being like, it's more important that you feel good, that mm-hmm. you have a good time during this. Yeah. You know guy. what I mean? Yeah. With the guy, yeah. not yeah. not me. Like that's oh, yeah. that's ingrained in me that like I'm starting to shrug off, but I still find myself doing that. Like if sex like hurts, I'm like, whatever, I'll grin and bear it. You right. know, as long as he comes, yeah, mm-hmm. then yeah. it's fine, which is terrible, but that's what we're taught. And as an independent, like very like sexual woman who likes to have sex, um, I still find myself doing that. Like I get totally. mine, but even if like I get mine and I'm like, fuck, that still hurts. I'll still do it because. Mm-hmm. Well, and also right. a thing that like men, ne- men need to be better about is this, this like attitude of like, oh, but it doesn't feel good with a condom on or it doesn't feel as good or no I shit. can't come with a condom on. I'm like, you better get it together. Right. Yeah. You know, like, why don't you practice? It's uh, like it, any man, if you're listening, which I hope you are, if you ever have the impulse to turn to a woman and say, oh, it doesn't feel as good. You are shaming her mm-hmm. out of having the peace of mind that this is a safe experience yeah. and you must do better. That is no longer an excuse. If you tell me, oh, this doesn't feel as good, like, can we not? Then we're not having sex. And that's how it should be. That is the standard we should be yep. teaching from the beginning. Hell yeah. It's like, I completely understand. Yes, of course, it probably feels better without a condom. It does. One, yeah, it feels better for us too. Yeah, I get that's it. not the point. But you know what also feels better? Not having an STD or a child and the peace of mind knowing that like that blockage is there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So like, but do not, if a woman turns to you and is like, if we're going to have sex, we need to use a condom. The only answer you should give is, hell yeah, let's do yeah, it, yeah. you know? But, but also, like, we shouldn't even have to ask. Yeah, like, sure, if, if we're default. not even in a relationship, like, there's a guy that I, like, I casually sleep with occasionally, and there's no question about it. He just puts it on because, like, it. we're not together. We are clearly, like, yeah. could potentially be sleeping with other people, and it's not a fucking question. It's, right. yeah. cool, let's be safe. This is still great. Sex yeah. is still great. With a condom. Yeah. There are no like other forms of, I don't know. I rewatch a lot of Seinfeld um, often. And there are multiple <laughs> episodes <laughs> where like, like there's the episode where Elaine is like her sponge is off the market and she has and she goes around and like buys a bunch of sponges. And like there's another episode where she like throws her purse on the couch and like her diaphragm comes out. 
And like I was rewatching them the other day again and there's no like none of that still exists really. Like women don't carry around diaphragms. Mm-hmm. There's no like I remember learning that there were like there was other kinds of like female contraceptives that I could use, but it was like you know, you stick a foam thing up there and it's like an acid. Like it eats the sperm and I'm like oh, this sounds fucking painful yeah. and I will yeah. not be sticking anything up my vagina that is not like that is foam related. Peach balance, please. Sperm acid. Sperm? Thank you. I'm Thank good. You. Yeah, I'm good. let me just shove that right, right up, up there. My vagina is a temple. Back the fuck Back off. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> but I was like, like her. where have these things gone? Mm-hmm. Like now it's really just condoms. Like that's the only conversation. It's like yeah. that and the pill or like, you know, an IED. Mm-hmm. But those don't protect against STDs anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think a lot of those. I was recently watching the first season of Law and Order SVU, of yeah. all things. Excellent. Um, Excellent material. Good. I was just talking about this the other day. Detective Munch, way ahead of his time. I have to tell you guys, you should go back and listen and like watch them. Bless. But there are so many conversations that I was watching happening on this show in the late 90s that would never fly on, on network television now. And it's really interesting to me, like how we've taken such steps back from that kind of thing. Yeah. From like this sort of, you know, yeah, it's. It is embarrassing if like I've so many times reached in my pocket for a chapstick and pulled out a tampon by accident and it's embarrassing, but it's Mm. funny. But like these sorts of things, if they're covered on TV and if these are the things that happen, it the shame level goes down. Yeah. Right. You know, so all of that kind of stuff. And I mean, the lack of conversation about different kinds of birth control, but also just in mainstream television that anyone can see, you know. Um, Sorry, since you brought up periods, because I was just (laughs) thinking about because I. I'm much better about that now. Obviously, I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to give you a tampon in public. And mm-hmm. I've still watched girls like covertly like slide it under. And I'm like, girl, it's fine. It's in a package. Like, just take just it. it. Right. Just take it. Yeah. I don't care if dudes see it. Um, but uh, so a lot of the girls that I know, in particular, Rebecca, love my roommate dearly. And I was just telling him that he has made like he's become a hero in the eyes of my friends. Um, I drunkenly went home one night and during my period and took the diva cup out, mm-hmm. which for anyone who wants to know, diva cup holds a few ounces of blood. I believe. I'm such a fan of the diva cup. It's insane. Finish your story. Yeah. And then, then I want to hear that. the advertisement let's, on the diva please, cup. <laughs> diva cup. We love you. Um, but so I was drunk. I took it out and I was like, again, little, I got clearly drunk, <laughs> put it in the sink because I was going to clean it and then put it back in. But I forgot. So I just left it in the sink, like blood spattered everywhere. And in the morning I woke up and it was cleaned and put on a paper towel on top of the toilet. Bless. And I went over to my roommate and I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, it's cool, girl. It happens. And I was like, <sighs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Because we're conditioned to think that men think uh, periods are disgusting, that they're revolting, that it's something to be repulsed by, that like, I can't have sex with you when you're on your period because like, gross, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, like when, because it's true, you know? It's like I dated a guy who was so like period positive that it's, it's it's literally almost unbelievable. I'm like, you're not grossed out by this? He's like, no. It's not gross. Periods are not gross Mm because you know what? Like, like, Dicks are gross. That's you know. <laughs> well, also, like it's blood. Like if it's you literally just cut blood. Your arm yeah. and you're bleeding all over. He would be like, "I got you, girl." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's put some packaging on that. Let's totally. Get you to a doctor. Like it's the same because it <laughs> comes out of a vagina. Like it's still blood. I mean, don't mm-hmm. don't put a bandaid on my vagina and take me to the hospital <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, doctor, this is what we've done so far. <laughs> fact that like like something like well just menstrual cups in general were mm. not again i was not it was not on the table like in my, growing up yeah you you raised your hand i did raise my hand what's up this is really exciting <laughs> I'm so sorry. because apparently and i might have the 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 year wrong i believe it was in the 1920s the diva something very similar to the diva cup was invented in like the 1920s but it was by a woman Bless and so her. it wasn't patented and so the next person to make something was the a dude who made the tampon. 
Oh mm-hmm. my God. I we have a picture of it. We'll put it up. Put it up. Yeah. Put it up for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like it, this might surprise I mean, if there if there are people who were taught like that menstrual cups were an option, like I'm so envious of you. But for me, I mean, did you guys did you guys know about the menstrual cup? Because for mm-hmm. me, it was no. just you can use a pad or you can use a tampon. Those are your only two options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like if you don't know, pads feel a little bit like diapers. Mm. It's kind of uncomfortable to walk around in them. And tampons, sometimes they hurt. You have to change them every four to six hours. If you don't, you might get toxic shock syndrome and die you'll die so those are your options that you're looking at but like when i just i discovered the diva cup like a year and a half ago and like for those of you who don't know you can insert it in it can stay in there you're supposed to clean it like like in the morning and at night but if you if it stays in there you're not gonna get some like disease and die Mm -hmm. and like once you leave the house you don't have to worry about forgetting a tampon because mm-hmm. it's literally already inside you. Mm-hmm. You don't feel it. You and you're just, it, it like completely changed my relationship to my period and that like, it wa- I wasn't stressed about it. I wasn't ner- like always worrying about, oh, do I have a tampon? Do I have this? You know, oh, I'm, I don't, I forgot a tampon. So I'm gonna have to wrap my underwear in toilet paper. <laughs> Shout out to the women who do this on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it just like, and the fact that I didn't know about this until a year and a half ago. I'm 25 right now. I didn't know about this until my early 20s. I've been on my period for about like nearly 15 years or so, give or take. It's, it's a insane. Like give women the information that they deserve to like periods don't have to be awful. Yeah. I mean, I also think talking about like linking it into sex ed and all this kind of stuff and the way that women are shamed using a diva cup. It's like all of the different sorts of uh all the other systems like tampons and pads, they absorb. So mm-hmm. you don't actually see yeah, mm-hmm. in the same way what's coming out of your body. And so there's this kind of like flush it away. I don't see it. It's not there. Yeah. And it's it's still kind of I feel like it feeds into that kind of feeling that women have that our yeah, periods like, are dirty gross, gross, and gross, gross, should gross. be oh, hidden. Yeah. Yeah. But if you use this system, you're actually you realize it's not like as it's not yeah it's not after gross. your first yeah. time of like taking it out and looking at the blood you're just like oh great yeah and like and that yeah. you like it doesn't become I mean look like we wipe our assholes every day like mm. that's gross yeah. you mm-hmm. know like a little bit of blood is not gross but I understand the the natural ick factor that's yeah. associated with it at first my thing is like just give it a ch- like it yeah. kind of makes you become one with your period in that way of right. like oh this is what we're doing today you know and it also deal. gives you mm-hmm. the opportunity to be like oh that looks odd yeah like yeah. what's oh, going yeah. on there totally. you get a lot like more why is it that color today right. because guess what the period can change colors for various reasons yeah. and it just it makes i don't know for me it's just made me be like it helps you know what's going on with your body. Exactly. All I wanted as like a young pup growing up was this option on the table, you yeah. know, with yeah. the, to be a part of the conversation. People who still decide to use tampons and Lola or anything, I'm like, bless, like, just have all the information, yeah. you know, so don't nice. make me think that I can only have a pad or a tampon. Right. Before we close up, also want to say soft cups are fucking amazing. Um, the same thing. It's not. It's not. It looks like a Livestrong um, bracelet that has like a little baggie and you stick it up there and um, it does essentially the same thing. I think you can leave it in for a little bit longer. You can also have sex on it, um, which I learned through a friend, which was <laughs> awesome because you can't with a diva cup. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of, you still have to buy a box of them. So it's still like 12 bucks, but I really like them, especially like on the go. It was a, it's yeah, they're amazing. And it's a great way to see if a cup works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're thinner and you just like, you squeeze it and you stick it up there and it like inserts itself. It's a lot easier than the Diva Cup to get in mm-hmm. for some people. I mean, I yeah. like the Diva Cup for me is now like secondhand, but yeah, it takes um, a little bit of finesse. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much for coming on. Oh thank you for having me yeah. so much. Can you tell us all of your Twitters and Instagrams and yes. dot coms? So you can GPS. find our Let's Get Civical info on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. Very easy. Um, I'm Lizzie Stewart. You can find me on Instagram at Lizzie the Rock Stewart and on Twitter at Lizzie the Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm Arden Walentowski and I am just Arden Juliana, two ends on both Twitter and Instagram. So exciting. Thank you. Thank you. We the people in order to form a more perfect
Soviet Union Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility So in honor of that awesome interview you just heard, we're going to tell you some crazy political facts. Yeah! So I've got one. Did you know? Jimmy Carter believed in UFOs. And in 1973, Carter filed a report for a UFO sighting. I mean, he might not be wrong. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, who did he call? Like, who did he call to report the UFO sighting? Roswell. <laughs> Hello, Roswell. There's also that. Did you see the Roswell? They're apparently having like they're storming Roswell in September. Wait, who's they? Who's storming Roswell? So there's a Facebook event, mm-hmm. um, threatening to storm the top secret base in Nevada, which some believe is home to aliens. It is. So they're gonna, <laughs> they're going to storm it and then like release the aliens. Uh, so. I guess a lot of people commented on the page and they said, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. That's like the tagline of the event space. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I'm going to call bullshit because I don't think you can move faster, but go for it. No, you can't. (laughs) Fuck no. Fast fact. Uh, Anyway, so my surprising fact is, oh shit. John Adams died on the same day as his arch rival, uh, Thomas Jefferson. They both passed away on July 4th, 1826. Wow. Yeah. Herbert Hoover's son had two pet alligators that were permitted to run around the White House. That's so much better. John Quincy Adams was a free spirit. Um, He was a fan of early morning skinny dip sessions during his presidency. Wow. All right. Yeah, get that penis out. Um, (laughs) In a poker game gone wrong, Warren G. Harding lost the White House's China collection. Oh. Yeah, so in case you were planning on having dishes that you would never use when you become president, <laughs> they're not there. William anymore. Henry Harris had a pet goat. My man had a pet billy goat at the White House. <laughs> you just totally blew out the mic. <laughs> was his name Oscar? I hope it was. <laughs> this is fantastic. So Benjamin Harrison, who, by the way, I'm going to out myself as I have never heard of Benjamin Harrison before, but he was one of our presidents. Whatever. Um, <laughs> he was the first president to have electricity in the White House, but was so terrified of getting electrocuted that he would never turn on the switches himself. Oh, my God. And that he, he was president. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Welcome to My Vagina. On Twitter at Welcome to My Vag. Soon to be on Medium. You can donate to us at Patreon, LiberaPay, PayPal, and uh, Venmo at Welcome to My Vagina. Yeah, become a monthly subscriber. Yeah. Yeah, go to WelcomeToMyVagina.com and become a subscriber to our newsletter as well. You can email us at WelcomeToMyVagina at gmail.com. We like questions and fan art and jingles. And suggestions for future episodes. True. Check out Jesse's awesome videos at on YouTube. Just search for Welcome to My Vagina. Check out Rebecca's awesome writing at FranklyRebecca.com. And head on over to MoreBanana.com to check out all of the awesome projects by our production company. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate, for being our amazing, dope-ass fucking producer. (laughs) Cool. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.